This week on the Time Blaster Toycast, we're blasting back to 1980-something and talking video store memories. So pop some popcorn and fire up your VCR, because we're covering them all, from your favorite mom-and-pop VHS shop to Goliaths like Hollywood and Blockbuster Video. And it starts right after this break. Welcome to the Toy Cast. Toy Cast. You are the super soakers for the time blast. Time blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. Launch pad. It's the time blast. Time blast. Of the Toy Cast. You can download this podcast on all major streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to check out the official Toycast YouTube channel at Time Blaster Toycast. To stay up to date with us, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Time Blaster Toys, also at The Retro KO. The Time Blaster toy line is now open. Leave us your reviews, thoughts, or comments via voice message, or you can shoot us a text at 734-494-2292. We are LIVE Alive and kicking here with the following podcast, which is scheduled for memories in place as a 60-minute time limit. Introducing first, today's topic. Conceptualized in 1975, legalized in 77, and industrialized through the 80s, and gamified in the 90s. Originating in Castle, Germany, ladies and gentlemen, presenting Video Store Memories. And now for your hosts. They're weighing in today with the stress of fatherhood and fanfare figures with actions. Their love for video stores can be summed up this way. That when they knew Blockbuster was in peril, they intentionally returned videos late so their late fees could help support this fledgling business. They are the reigning, defending, Toy Cast Tag Team Champions of the World at the Retro KO Joe at Time Blaster Toys, Keith, together known as the Time Blaster Toy Cast. All right, boys, video store memories, are we ready? Let's make it a blockbuster night. <laughs> Love it. Be kind, rewind. Right. I had to make sure I said it within the first minute of the pod, right? <laughs> you always wondered what was going to happen to you if I drop this in the box and it's not rewound. Oh, do you imagine? Are they going to come after Imagine me? the fees associated <laughs> with such an endeavor, huh? You know, maybe Blockbuster would still be around if they had rewind fees also. Oh, um, yeah. Possibly, yeah. Absolutely. So lots of video store memories to talk about uh, this week, guys. But before we get too deep into that, we got a review we got to talk about. But before that, let's talk about Big Week. Dave joined an illustrious club this week, Oh, Joe. he did. He yeah, did. I opened the velvet rope. I let him come in. <laughs> now and- I'm over here by myself. <laughs> yeah. Soon enough. Soon enough. We're Dave, having- big week. This was. It's elusive club. The 40 right. club, baby. 40 club. How's it feel? How's it feel to be a 40-year-old man? It feels great. You know, you know the, thing, the thing that I think about it the most, though, is you're like a when you're 40 you the only realization is that you're an adult like <laughs> you, you are a man like you're a man when you're in your 20s and your 30s but yeah. when you're 40 you're like it's a different kind of man you're a f- you're adult yeah. like you are as an adult as it gets yep. there's no going back <laughs> at this point no it, it is like I'm a 40-year-old man now. Like yeah. That's really all it is. You've seen some things. You've seen some things. You've lived yeah. through the rise and the fall of Blockbuster Video yes. 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 and the entire industry yes. around it, right? Yeah, yep. absolutely. Now, is it Family Video that's still kicking? I think so. No, yeah. Family Video closed uh, like a year or two ago. Oh, really? It was uh-huh. kicking for a while, yeah. but COVID oh. was like the last- COVID uh, took it out. The last straw for Family Video. That's so. unfortunate. But yeah, so yeah, Dave turned 40 this week, big week. We got to play Super we Checks did this play week. Super checks. That was a bucket list item for everyone yeah. involved, Joe. Yes. We got we got to get you there. Yeah, man. We got to get the you heck? to Super Bowl in Canton. 
The Super Bowl in Canton. Yeah, so I can that, get my butt kicked and super checks. You would absolutely get I, I would. I would. Gotta, if you're the red team, you got a, a healthy advantage <laughs> when you're the red team on that super checks. Uh, the Blue number six the, and his wonky stick. Yeah, oh, the left was, defenseman, not the tightest rod in the, in the yeah. bunch there. He, he doesn't have a lot of power. Doesn't clear the zone very well, but he's a pretty good shot blocker. He can get in the way. He's active stick, but he just can't really clear the zone. You don't want him on your PK. Oh, man. If you can't clear the zone, you need to get out of here. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. So we got a, uh, a different review this week, right? Because this was a message left on the Time Blaster toy line. Dude, I'm so happy when people use the toy line. Me too, man. It's like, Please I mean, call in. It's the whole point of the line. We yeah. want people to call in and not necessarily, it'd be great to leave us a review, but at the yeah. same time, in regards to this, this was just uh, a gentleman leaving a story for and us to hear. that works too. So we always say, you know, if you've got a story on a topic that we're talking about, leave us a message mm-hmm. and we'll play it on the, on the pod. So I'm going to fire this up. This is Mike in Livonia sharing a story about an action figure we just talked about last week. All right. Hi there, fellas. I haven't listened to the newest episode yet, but uh, I had a story about that Riddler figure that is in your Marvel and DC bracket. Uh, back when I was a young boy, I had that exact figure, and I remember going up to my elementary school playground one day to play on the, the jungle gym. I had Riddler in my pocket, and uh, this was back in the early 90s so they still had the the metal jungle gyms that were death traps if they got a little damp they became slip and slides and people were falling off and breaking limbs um and i remember going to jog up the stairs of that i slipped riddler was clutched in my left hand i fell i hit the ground i went out boom lights out don't know how long i was out but when i came to i was looking at the sky Riddler's still in my left hand, but his head is gone. And I don't mean his head, like, broke off. His head was clean off. The peg was still in there, but it was completely, like, cleanly taken off at the neck. It wasn't a jagged break or anything like that. Could not find his head anywhere. No idea. I searched for probably a good 15 minutes looking for that little head. But, you know, it was a bunch of the wood chips that they used for the the ground around the jungle gym so I could never find it. Second of all, comments, I just uh, listened to the uh, listener Q&A, episode four, and uh, Dave was talking about how G.I. Joe's had the best amount of articulation. And I'd have to agree because my figure fed uh, didn't actually have any wrestling figures. I used G.I. Joe's, the Street Fighter G.I. Joe's, and the Mortal Kombat G.I. Joe's. Because you could hit every move with those bad boys. And I would kill for someone to do Golden Era WWF G.I. Joes so I could redo my figure fed and be able to hit everything. Anyway, have a good day, fellas. All right. So, Mike and Livonia, we appreciate the message. And, guys, where do you think that Riddler head is now? I think it's still there. It's probably, Should we go try to find it 30 years later? buried in the pea gravel somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I think that thing's gotten a couple lawnmower shots at this point. <laughs> it's just smithereens, uh, unfortunately. Uh, but no, he was onto something with the G.I. Joe, yes. WWE G.I. Joe crossover. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had Sergeant Slaughter. Mm-hmm. Man, why why has that not happened? They did Motu, but Jax kind of did something like that. You remember these, Joe? It was Jax. around the era of the ruthless aggression. It was they were called. Uh, 
Oh, Smash and Slam? Or, no, oh. that's WCW. They were called something like that, and they were three and three quarter WWE guys yeah, with the yeah. fully art, but they're real, you know, real kind of loose joints, and uh, they'd fall over a lot. Right. But they were kind of in that vein. Kind of. I do vaguely remember that now. Yeah, weird toy line, but yeah, w- Golden Era WWF GI Joes would be sick. Um, appreciate the message, Riddler. You know, Poor Riddler. lost his head, man. He's just gone, gone forever. Mm. But no, in regards to last week's pod, we got a lot of feedback. A lot of people were happy with that bracket, but I got a lot of uh, responses. People saying they were wishing like Wolverine and some of the X Men were on the bracket. Okay. So here's the official news, guys. We don't know when, but in the future, we're going to do another one of those tournament brackets, toy mm-hmm. style, only X Men. Because Lord knows we could probably do a 72 man tournament I mean, with only X Men and X Force figures. I like it, and um, we might, we might, I mean, this is still rumor has it, that we might be doing a whole month of, uh, oh no, it's Turbo, Yeah, Turbo month, not toy. Oh, so you're getting ahead of yourself, Dave. <laughs> yeah, Dave, tur- Dave turned March. 40, and now he's right. thinking a year ahead over there. In March, yep. sorry guys, that was Turbo that we're doing in <clears throat> August, potentially. Yeah, a whole month of Turbos. All right, so we got to get into it, guys. Video yeah. store memories, where do we even start? Dave was over there spouting dates and facts. Yeah, I think, so, yeah. I mean, I guess Fill us in, Dave. Quick a little bit, and then we'll get into like our personal stuff. But yeah, it was a little bit of research I did. It was a man in Germany. Uh, he he got a licensing deal and started. Uh, now nah, he actually didn't have a license deal. I'm sorry. He was using Super Eights and was selling them out of like a, a storefront in this in '75. And uh, did I write the fellow's name down? Was he selling copies of a, like he bought one tape and then made copies that of it? Seemed because... like that's kind of what it was. Yeah. yeah. And then in '77, 20th Century Fox uh, partnered up with a, an individual. God, I should have wrote these names down. Um, out in Los Angeles. So 1977 in LA, 20th Century Fox partnered up with this fellow and they created Video Station. There was 50 titles available. That was your first like video rental store. And then it just spiraled from there. And then really the 80s blockbuster and your bigger chains and your franchises came into play. More licensing came in. Mm -hmm. that's, That's why they were rental stores. So now, I mean, the last 25 years, more so than that, Probably the DVD era, like it was so much cheaper to put mass produce a movie onto a disc than it was onto a VHS cassette. Because mm-hmm. yeah. those cassettes probably cost with licensing fees for a video store to carry these titles. Plus, the production of all these tapes, it costs three figures for them to even buy the video to have in their store. So when you've got Jurassic Park in '93 that comes out, or '94 on video cassette, and you're buying 10 copies of it, that's probably couple thousand dollars you spent just to carry those tapes yeah mm-hmm. and that's why you're running them out for three four bucks in hopes that you eventually can turn profit on these these right. purchases yeah <clears throat> excuse me so the cost of vhs tapes in the 80s was like astronomically high Dude, they like, were like 80 bucks or something yeah, right? yeah a lot of money to the point where most people couldn't afford to buy right a tape so the idea right. of having a store where you could rent the tapes makes total sense mm-hmm. and then also dave you just already hit on um you know, the cost of a tape in the 80s and 90s is so high. So it's a huge investment for a mom and pop to buy multiple copies of any movie and hope right. that it hits. You know, conversely, you think of a giant chain like Blockbuster with their deep pockets, they can buy a thousand copies of anything for every location. Right. You can already see the writing on the wall that like these mom and pops aren't going to survive the, the big dogs. No. You know what I mean? Because like the idea of uh, of a small independent video store. That's tied 
at least in my case, like to the 80s. Like once the 90s comes, there's a few of them, yeah. but most of them are gone once Blockbuster mm-hmm. and Hollywood Video and stores like that start rolling around. And, and most as a kid, I don't know about you guys, but we mostly went to like mom and pop video shops just because they were the closest to the house. Yep. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a Blockbuster nearby. I mean, the closest Blockbuster I think would have been, might have been Woodhaven. There might have been one in Southgate that is just escaping me, but... Mm-hmm. But we we had like three or four that we went to by choice. But before I get into the actual stores, do you guys have a first video store memory? I, I mean, have one. I mean, but. I know the exact video store I saw for the first time because it was like literally a twenty-five second walk from my house. Okay, yeah. and it's just a little independent. And I've already said the name a million times. Mm-hmm. Alan's Video, Alan's baby. Video. Yeah, just right on the corner. And, I mean, we can talk about what he stocked and what I rented over and over and over from him mm-hmm. in a minute. But what about you, Dave? You got the memory of what store it was or where it was? I don't necessarily remember the store. I know it was – It was. I was with my uncle. Me and my older brother were, were staying with my uncle mm-hmm. or spending the night there. And we played his Star Wars on his Atari, which we ended up taking home the next day. He gave it to us. The Atari um, and the game? The Atari all and of the it. games, yeah. <laughs> And then the other thing we did that night was we went to a video store. I don't have any memories of the store itself, but I do remember getting WrestleMania 4 to rent. Okay. Having, so this is at least late 88. Yeah. And wow. having the double VHS yeah. cassette. And there probably had been rentals and stuff before that, That, but the one, this is my first memory that and I- You are active participant. That I know for sure where I was getting the that double VHS- so, so much wrestling his, action, one tape can't hold it all. No, going back no. to his apartment in, in in Redford, maybe Dearborn Heights, somewhere out that way, and then we watched WrestleMania four, and that was the first time I watched WrestleMania four, and that's really my first. I was a wrestling fan. I know I've watched wrestling before, but that's like my first real memory of mm-hmm. watching wrestling. Yeah, uh, yeah. With that, so what it. about you, Joe? Did you have a go-to spot when well, you we were did. a young kid? We did, and, and like Dave said, this one was close to our house. Uh, we had a blockbuster in Allen Park, but this one was it was a lot closer. And you know, my mom's going to stop there, mm-hmm. and it was American Video. Okay, <laughs> an American Video, which now the same building is a deli, unfortunately. Oh, but yeah, at least still at least supplying. At least cold it's got cuts. delicious sandwiches. <laughs> but yeah, American Video was top notch and, and I have a couple stories of uh like you said things the same videos that I rented yeah. over and over again. <laughs> yeah, so the as a kid though the video store um Fortline video Fortline? Yes. Okay. So it was down in Wyandotte on like that was actually our second video store for the family. That was uh I like over by where the Little Caesars and and 7-Eleven is down there in Wyandotte off of North Line, mm-hmm. Ford Road. So it might have been Ford Line. In my head, it was Fort Line. But then the other one was on Fort Street, That the first video store I remember going to regularly as a kid. Uh, it's where the tattoo shop next to the subway is. So that subway was a Little Caesars. So Little Caesars and video stores have always had a correlation. At pizza and movies. Absolutely. Makes total sense. And, uh, yep. So it was Little Caesars with a drive-thru, and then next to it was, was a video store. No idea what the name of that was. And then our regular staple for a long time through the 90s was GM Video, which is over by China Star on Fort Street mm-hmm. and Grove. Uh, which is then a bingo hall, and I don't think it's anything now. Yeah, I mean, the idea of operating an independent video store, if you put yourself in the mindset of someone in the mid-90s, there's kind of a, a bit of an upfront cost. You have to acquire all these tapes, but once you've got the tapes in the space, mm-hmm. you're kind of set if you can just get some yeah. clientele to yeah. rent them. 
you know, so I'm picturing being a little kid. So this is in my mind. I'm it's 1989, so I'm seven, and Southwest Detroit, from like walking distance from our house, there's like five video stores. You know what I mean? Oh, like wow. literally, walk down the street, hang left, go two blocks over, video store. There's one, you know, in the other direction, in every direction. But the the guy who had the goods for me was my boy Alan from Alan's Video. <laughs> Alan. So going, did you ever meet Alan? He was probably. The, Did he work there? Probably. <laughs> I would think I he know. would, right? He eventually yeah. expanded to a second location. But yeah. so he had a little empire going there. But uh, yeah, going there, obviously, plenty of movies. But, you know, once, we, once I saw that I had the ability to rent ve- wrestling via VHS tapes, mm-hmm. it was over for me. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Every single time I was there, I was renting them. You know, I just go through the line, get this one, this one, this one, this one, this until I've rented every single one and then start over. Right. You know what I mean? Coliseum Video, best of demolition. You, yes. If, if Alan opened, I see up the his, cover. Yes. If he opened up his books and saw who rented it, it would be <laughs> my mom, not me, because I was right. seven. But it would just be her name over and over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> and those big clamshell cases, you know what I mean? Yeah. So what you're saying is that you paid for his purchase of the demolition absolutely he He got his money out of my family for that (laughs) tape and all the others you know best of wwf volume one volume two volume 18 Mm -hmm. hulkamania best of hulkamania volume four you know what i mean there were so many different tapes you could buy back then oh yeah it was so many wrestling tapes that was like the (laughs) go-to for you know in the late 80s and early 90s we went to go to the video store me and my older brother would have to pick one tape to rent mm-hmm. um and it was usually wrestling and then as he started to get older he would want to pick like a movie and i'm like oh let's get this wrestling let's get let's get survivor series 91 and he's like oh let's get jaws 3 <laughs> he's over in the horror section <laughs> jaws 3 <laughs> jaws 3d man i'm thinking of that the wrestling section of a video store right sports yes, section sports you know section. you're walking you're looking the first thing you're looking for is the sports section. How how vast is it? We mm-hmm. got some you know some selections. I need to picture the section, guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's wrestling, but what else is there? It's going to be like a couple exercise tapes. Yes, you're going to have your sports bloopers tapes. Sports, yeah, <laughs> sports bloopers. You know, Jerry's rock'em sock'em. You're going to have those. There's going to be one or two like scripted movies about the sport of professional wrestling. Harlem mm-hmm. Globetrotters tape usually was floating around in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, like wrestling definitely was the king of that section because it's like how often was oh, someone yeah. was someone renting? Although they probably were. I, I'll tell you what, I I would rent the sports bloopers tapes. All the oh time. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Why not? Right. There was another uh, video store by my house called King Video. Okay. And they had the best wrestling section. So in the back corner, right, you had the back wall and another wall, and they met in that whole corner. Both sides of Both it. Both sides was Woo. wrestling. And um, I, I'm pretty sure I, I had seen it before that, but like the clear memory of seeing ECW for the first time was renting those tapes. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. From King Video. Like specifically, I remember renting... WrestlePalooza 97 okay. over and over again. Nice. From King Video. That's awesome. Great wrestling yeah, spread. I mean, we This whole podcast could be just wrestling. It could be. It, it could really be. could be. Yeah. Like, me and Keith have a story. I might have just hit it now. We're on the wrestling topic. Do it. Sure, yeah. So, so we were at my cousin's hockey practice in Ann Arbor. Okay. At the Cube. It might have been a game. But we were in Ann Arbor at the Cube watching him play. And then um, somehow we heard about a video store in 
Onstead, that Michigan. That was my question. We 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 knew the store was here. We knew that there was Onstead. like I think we were talking about video stores and renting wrestling. Keep in mind, tape. guys, this is like two thousand and six. Where the hell's Onstead, Michigan? <laughs> it's in Irish Hills. Oh, okay. It's in Irish Hills. It's it's uh, southwest of Detroit. Okay. Yeah. Um, like an hour hour away. A little hour outside. Hour. Yes. Hour not, southwest. Not, close. not a place no, you would ever go. Not. No. I never been to Onstead before or after this. <laughs> right. In 2006, so this but is we were before we're in the it. wrestling business, but we're young men. We're in our 20s at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And VHS is long gone at this point. Yes, yes. And, and we were talking about like video stores as a kid, and I was like, there was one in Onstead, because my uncle had a house out there mm-hmm. that like we went to, and I think we were, I don't remember how it was, and I was like, and they had a ton of wrestling stuff, and maybe somebody else was talking about like, oh, those mom and pop video stores. <clears throat> Always still have all the old stuff. Still, like they yeah. haven't gotten rid of it. Obviously, right. right. So we're like, oh, how we're in Ann Arbor. It can't be that far from Ann Arbor. <laughs> we, uh, this is like pull up MapQuest or something. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. you didn't yeah. have a GPS. There's on no your phone. GPS. No, literally just on a whim. Keith and I jump in the car. <laughs> Our fiancés <laughs> go with with family, and we go. We're driving to Onstead. <laughs> <laughs> so we take this little road trip. Literally take like 94, and I'm like, we'll take 94 to something, and then yeah. start heading south. We'll, we'll eventually find, find this We'll place. find yeah. Irish Hills. Right. Yeah. And we uh, we stumbled into it, little downtown area of Onstead, mm-hmm. and we found a video store. We did. And it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. It was like a time capsule. Wow. So this is 2006. You were walking in, and like I, I felt like I was seven again. It was like mm-hmm. I was back in Alan's video. Like, same vibes. Little old lady running the counter. Right. We'll get to the wrestling tapes in a second. Cigarette smoke behind the counter. Oh, oh yes. Smoke covered. But to, to, <laughs> yes. to rent the tapes, because we get in there, and we're clearly not from here. She doesn't right. know who we are. Right. Um, so my first question is like, oh, I'm interested in renting a tape. I don't have a membership. And she's like, honey, you don't need a membership. <laughs> she has a spiral notebook on the counter. Yeah. And you just write your name and phone number down. Mm-hmm. And you took what you wanted. But wild, man. Um, I can remember specifically the two tapes I was most excited to rent mm-hmm. were WWF Survivor Series that she had 89 and 90. Yeah. Which at that point, it's like YouTube isn't that big yet right no, not and there's really. no streaming service no so there's really no way like you could probably see clips on the internet somehow really grainy crappy footage mm-hmm. but to like actually watch the full event 1990 survivor series i hadn't seen it in a decade yeah. and this lady has it on vhs yeah. so and needless is- to say we rented a giant stack of tapes from that lady that day can i chime in with the question real quick <laughs> how did you guys plan on returning said vhs <laughs> vhs we tape. hey we made the trip back we're good boys we returned those tapes <laughs> yeah, but trip. honestly wow. we i mean if we ne- if that lady never saw us again right. what was she gonna do no, just know, keep them honey you know we yeah. could have wrote a fake phone number down yeah, and she yeah. would have never saw us again but we right. returned them after we dubbed all the tapes and yes. made copies absolutely <laughs> i was gonna get to that so, yeah so yeah this was also just to keep in mind like WWE at this point had only released all of the WrestleManias on DVD. Right. They, Survivor Series was nowhere even in the works mm-hmm. talking about like doing that. And I think we had a SummerSlam 91 too. I remember so Warlord and Tito Santana was at 91. Because I remember falling in love with Warlord versus Tito Santana <laughs> and be like, this yes. match is incredible. It probably is 91. And um, we had that one too and, and dubbed it. Mm-hmm. But uh, these, this. This video store, you know, was here for a long time because they had like a best of Bruno San Martino mm-hmm. tape. They had like yeah. Bulldog, all those Coliseum home videos and stuff. It was those are great, awesome. They had like 
<laughs> Amos and Andy like yeah. VHS tapes from the fi- they had VHS from the fifties <laughs> to the last VHS ever produced, and they had like the smallest yeah. DVD section for a video store in two thousand six. You like guys new, found the honey new hole. Hit technology <laughs> <Yeah>. DVD. It's, <laughs> like, it's, it's like literally <laughs> Blu-rays about to come out. <laughs> oh, bless that little lady's heart. Oh, uh, it was that was great. Yeah, that that's a great memory of like. That was absolutely the last mom and pop I was ever in. Oh, for you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. Because after that point, you know, there's no video stores <laughs> until we moved to Livonia, what, seven years ago, eight years ago. And then there ended up being a family video right by our house, yeah. which at first I laughed. I'm like, oh my gosh, Hollywood, or not Hollywood, family video? Like, who goes there? Mm-hmm. And within like a month, we're like walking there all the time. <laughs> and then you're in there again, and you're like, oh man, that feeling of just like, you know, it's one thing to be on your phone or on your uh, television scrolling through posters of films on mm-hmm. Netflix trying to decide what to watch. It ain't the same as walking in a video no. store and picking the tape up and turning it over yeah. and reading the bat. You know what I mean? It's been hours. Or seeing there. the employees' picks where it's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, Charlene likes this movie. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. That was so funny, too, because back, I mean, maybe because we were kids, but your guide was... A movie guide like there was like a like a pamphlet mm-hmm. that might have had like upcoming releases and you would look like oh my god this is coming out next right. month i can't wait and it had like a little synopsis but there would be movies you never heard of before but you'd see mm-hmm. like the actors on there and be like oh okay i didn't know this was a movie in the theaters the trailer mom's gonna run it so we're gonna yeah. watch it like right you had no idea the internet didn't exist or if it did it was Dial up and only yeah. Rich I mean, unless you were it. reading it in a magazine how would you or you were lucky know? yeah with the ma- magazines were so like far behind or far ahead where you would be like oh there's a movie coming out next year yeah I mean, by the time you see it on a VHS you're like I forgot about that magazine article. Mm-hmm. yeah I mean it just was it was just such a different time um, but I loved I loved going to the video store loved the video store And but I was saying earlier when my, me and my brother we had a pick of uh, of a movie mm-hmm. eventually evolved into video game right yeah oh so, yeah so, like, in my mind, the mom and pop in the little independent startup video store, that's, like, tied to me being a little kid living in Detroit. Once we move to the suburbs, right, there's less of that. That's Now, I'm, now if we're going to rent a video, we're going to Blockbuster because yeah. there was a Blockbuster in Southgate. It was at uh, Eureka Road and Dick's right there by yep. in that little strip mall by the Burger King and all that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, fully stocked with everything. Blockbuster, though, not as good of a wrestling section as as the old mom and pops, at least in my no, opinion. No, no you know they, didn't. I mean? they didn't. They cycled them out. Mm-hmm. They used to have a, a like some. My cousin was a blockbuster, so you got to go there with a the cousin. And be like, all right, yeah, they had a lot of wrestling, and then by like '94, you go in there. And what happened to Survivor Series '88 and '89? They're yeah. gone. They're not even on the shelf anymore. Right. Well, it kind of goes to what you said, like the Onstead Video Store. Once that lady acquired a tape. It was in the library for rent it never forever. Yeah. It never left. <laughs> Blockbuster is such a machine yeah. that, you know, if this tape isn't getting rented, you're like, man, no one's rented Starcade 87 mm. in uh, six months. It's gone. You well, know what I mean? Sometimes you get lucky and you find them in the $3.50 bin. Well, Remember? yeah, that was yeah. the life of a yeah. tape. Once it, once it done, <laughs> once we, its we career, dug out many wrestling once tapes its career as a rental was over, it, yep. it, you know, put itself up for sale and you could mm. buy it and, those tapes got real cheap, but you know, at some point, I'm sure they were giving them away because probably nine nine cents at one point. Yeah, you know, it's what's what just made me think of something because video stores I in my head is like they had the the clamshell with like a styrofoam gimmick in it or something. Yeah, 
and then like a clear box with the VHSs behind it, so you knew it was in stock. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I feel like there was one of the video stores when I was a kid where it was all just clamshells on the wall, and you took the clamshell up, and they found you the tape that was in the, the clear thing. So if the clamshell wasn't on the wall, like they didn't have it. So right. you didn't even know what they carried. You were just like, oh, this is here. So oh, yeah. the evolution of like the, we're always going to have this. It's just out of stock right now. You, you wouldn't even know if a movie, they had it because they wouldn't have the clamshell on the wall. I don't forget yeah. which video store that was. Probably why they went out of business as a mom and pop. But. <laughs> well, yeah, right. a lot of those mom and pops, right? I'm picturing like Video Castle, which was a cool one that I would go to a lot in Southgate. Mm-hmm. It's like if you took their copy of WCW Starcade 92, it's gone. There's no remnant left behind for the next kid to go, ooh, I want that next time. Yeah. You're just grabbing it, and it's out of there, right? It's not like Blockbuster where you know, you're taking the, the case behind the actual box. Right? right, right. Well, yeah. I mean, I just remember the one you take them the clamshell, then they would keep the clamshell and hand you the tape that was in like a clear thing. But they would keep it, put it in its box. They probably didn't have dozens of copies mm-hmm. of these things. They right. had one, so one for one type of deal. Yeah. yeah. Just remember, if it wasn't behind the thing, they didn't have it. I remember yeah. walking into King Video when The Lost World was released on VHS. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whole wall of them puppies all gone. Yeah. It was devastating. Yeah, Devastating. That, you know, once you get to the 90s and Blockbuster and you want that hot rental, mm-hmm. you know, there would be, like you said, hundreds of copies of these movies. Yeah. But if there were none on the wall, oh, man. You, know what, you know what you had to do next, it's right? Disappointing Friday night. You went you, to the wrestling section. That's what no, I thought. well, I was going to say you go to the front counter and you ask to oh, look through that return look at the bin. returns, yeah. Because yep. there's a chance that it's in the return bin. There's been That's many true. a time where you're... You know, you're yeah. looking for a specific movie. Yeah. You go up there, you ask to cycle through that bin, and there it is. Oh, yeah. There's your Lost World, Joe. You I just know. had to dig in that All bin. All I had to do was like dig it in was a KB Toys 3 for 10. Mm. That's, how, that's how we ended up with Tommy Boy. Yeah. I remember oh, Tommy yeah. Boy was a return bin. There was only one copy in the video, GM video, only one copy one of Tommy copy Boy. One copy of Tommy Boy? And it had gotten returned, Dang. and my older brother was like, oh, this, yeah, let's get Tommy Boy. That was the last time a Farley movie only had one copy. I know, Because that was real. the first one. Right. And then, you know, after then, that, Then they wised up. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they had multiple by the, you know, because that was a hot, everybody wanted Tommy Boy, and they mm-hmm. had the one, they only had the one copy, but that's what I remember finding in returns. But the other thing was the waiting list. Yeah. So you could get put on the waiting list, or when a movie was coming out, you'd be like, hey, you know, when this comes in, can you call? My mom was really good at that. Uh-huh. Can you give me a call when this comes in? <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was just, I always think of that as, hey. This movie, when this comes back in, we'll give you a call. And sure enough, they were always good about it. Like, it would get returned. If we give you a call, like, we can hold it to you for the rest of the night. If you don't make it up here, we'll have to, you're off the waiting list. Yeah. Right. They're like, I'm, I'd like to speak to Dave Harbison, sir. Your <laughs> copy of Happy Gilmore is in stock. You have 30 minutes to come get it. It's going on the There's show. a line of rabid Adam Sandler fans that want this tape. <laughs> it was actually Harrison, even though uh, I always had her last name wrong at the video. Oh, oh they said Dave Harrison. Harrison. Yeah. Dave Harrison. Always Harrison or, uh, or uh, yeah, I don't remember the other one, Hardison. Yeah. Harrison or Hardison is never <laughs> right. It's the two video stores that I remember going to. So there's like so many movies that I can think that you know like i watched them over and over yeah. happy gilmore billy madison mm-hmm. uh when clueless came out on vhs yeah. i think it's like you know obviously i liked it but my sisters liked it there's just so many of those 90s movies that just got rented over and over and mm-hmm. over do you guys have a movie or two or something specific I have a, I have a outside couple. of wrestling where you're yes. like man i rented this boy I a do. lot i do 
Um, so it's this little pink and orange case, right? And it's got three kids on it. Oh, and they're, I know where this and they're is all going. throwing kicks. And the seller for me was on the very top, it says, what well, says something like Home Alone meets Eats. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I'm yeah. like, Mom, this is it. And that's three ninjas. And I rented that over and over. My mom should have just bought it for me because she probably spent $100 running that sucker. See, Love that movie. I was an insane child. And at like eight or nine years old, I had figured out how to hook up two VHSs to yep, each other. Yep. Oh, you were dubbing them back then? As an eight-year-old, I figured this out. Mm-hmm. That and, came later uh, for me. Because cause we, we'd figure, I'd figured out, my dad kind of knew you could do something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he would just be like, uh, my buddy at work says you can tape off the TV. And I'm like, oh, I'll figure it out. And yeah. I would figure it out, how mm-hmm. to tape off the TV. Mm-hmm. So then... For some reason, my crazy little mind was like, we've got this TV VHS combo in mom's room. We've got the main the main VHS player in the family room. Mm-hmm. I carry this little 13-incher here and set it down and hook them up. It says inputs and it got outputs. Okay. I'm going to try this. And my <laughs> parents are like, this can't be done. This can't be done. <laughs> Just watching Dave like. And we, we did it. How's he doing this? <laughs> I don't remember what movie it was. But that was just still after 92, yeah. 90, 91, 92, 93, somewhere in that. We rented a tape once, and we had a copy of it. Oh, yeah. you were copying and them all. Every family vacation, mm-hmm. we had a copy of the, We had so many copied VHS tapes. So your Slightly mom's like, degraded Dave, quality. But. We got to keep Dave stocked on blank yeah. VHS tapes. <laughs> he <laughs> He's working his voodoo in the living room. <laughs> what you so the FBI on? warning? The FBI warning would pop up, and I'd be like, <laughs> Oh well. <laughs> yeah, that came later for me. So my mom had the giant. News video camera, yeah, America's funniest yeah. home video. And boy. it had it had the the you know AV input, so I would hook up. I would go from the camera to the back of the VHS, okay, or yep. VCR VCR to the TV. So I'd put the movie in the video camera. Yeah, it would play through the video camera into the VCR where I would tape it. Yeah, and that's how I did it because we didn't have two VCRs at that time. You got it done though. Got, it, got done. it done. I don't know how I figured that out. I don't know why I'm thinking of this, but wasn't there on a VHS tape? Wasn't there that little square of plastic in the front that, like, if you pulled if it you out, broke it, then you couldn't record? I, that sounds like you couldn't it could be copy. Something. That was a thing. Remember? Or you couldn't yeah. tape over it. Maybe. You couldn't tape oh, over you it. couldn't tape you over, over it. it. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, you could absolutely dub it. You could dub it, yeah. You couldn't tape over it. Remember yeah. that little square? Yeah, thing? yeah, you couldn't record it. <laughs> yeah, God forbid you, you've got three ninjas and Teenage oh. Mutant Ninja Turtles and you end up swip, flipping them around. Oh my gosh, it would have been horrible. It <laughs> would have been horrible. Some precious family <laughs> moment that you accidentally record an right. episode of Superstars over or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it was so, yeah, it was so many. Because we, we didn't have a camcorder. But mm-hmm. I know that was a big thing too. That was another reason why video yeah. stores actually like kind of came into existence, and these the studios um, agreed to these licensing fees for people to actually run them, so they could get their money because people were. Yeah, it was happening home, illegally. Home so yeah. if yeah. there's money to be made, they want it to be theirs. Absolutely. So I mean, it makes total sense. It extends the life of a film prior to mm-hmm. you know it's got its theatrical run and then it's over. Now, you know, Joe's renting Surf Ninjas and Three Ninjas. <laughs> Five How did you know I read Surf Ninjas <laughs> over and over again? It's a natural evolution. <laughs> this Ernie Ray Jr. in my house 24-7. <laughs> Love that guy. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, no, the, the Ninjas movies. Three Ninjas was great, though. It was. That first so one good. is a freaking cult classic now at this point. But yeah, we touched on video games. So the like 
Sega Genesis, obviously for me, so many Sega Genesis games. And then, yes. then my brother through school ended up getting, like, he had like, my brother had a learning disability. So they gave him these games with a PlayStation 1. Mm-hmm. And once, once a month for a weekend, he got to bring home a PlayStation 1 and he had like these learning games on mm-hmm. it. Okay. So guess when we went to the video store, what games we were renting. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I would kick him off his own. The PlayStation School provided him homework. I'm supposed on. to be learning. <laughs> Dave's I'm, over here playing NHL '99 or whatever. Playing W right. versus the Look, world. Look, I gotta do Ooh. my own studying right now. I will tell you what. I was never uh, jealous or wanted a PlayStation yeah. before yeah. until I'm over at my buddy's house, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I got this new." wrestling game mm. and he puts in wcw versus the world yeah and my mind you were just like exploded <laughs> i was like wait what a, re- a wrestling game that actually feels like a wrestling game yeah For, you know no yeah. game was ever any good no. in the wrestling not, space prior to that you no, know what not I, at that probably level. the best wrestling game ever before that was the superstars arcade game which right. who's got one of those in their basement yeah yeah, Raw for Genesis, I played a lot in Rail Rumble, but oh, they yeah. just weren't but great. Oh, yeah, Nashers, you right. know what I mean? They weren't mm-hmm. great, but yeah. WCW versus the World. WCW versus the World, I think Notebooks. I begged my mom so much for a PlayStation, but it was like a month later, it comes out for N64. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like... That's, that's where I played it the close most. Close call, yeah. yeah. Tournament yeah. after tournament after yes. tournament. So many, I had notebooks mm-hmm. filled with like mm-hmm. fantasy booking while playing it out in that game, and I never even owned a PlayStation. <laughs> Rented that game a lot. Like, Alex, I'm gonna book nine this month long anyway. Alex Wright storyline, and then yeah, eventually, yeah. I actually, you know what? He, we, my mom did get my brother a PlayStation One, so that was the only game. I mean, I, he had other games I'd play with him, but that was the only game I like. He finally got to play his learning playing. games. Yeah, well, video <laughs> games was became a huge part of. Blockbuster and everyone else's business, right? Because mm-hmm. by the nineties, yeah. I mean, I'd have, we'd have to see the numbers, but I imagine video games is a huge it had portion to of their sales. Because at one part, taken over, yeah, honestly, it continued to yeah. grow yeah. in space. You know, not only games itself, but they're renting like entire consoles to people. Yes. Like they're doing stuff. Yeah, at one point, the Hollywood video um, that became our go-to uh, because of the wait list, my mom could get on there. Blockbuster, I don't think, had that. Yeah. She was too far down. But anyway, they had like an area of their store that became like a, a separate, had like a separate branding name. I don't remember I, what it was, but it was I remember a game this. zone. I do remember like that. that. Yeah. And it was like you rented him from the game area. Yeah. Yep. So they were, I'm assuming, renting, like they got some sort of three third party deal in there to try to save themselves before they went out. But yeah. It's like Game Zone or something like that. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I remember. Think you're right. I remember going to Hollywood Video a lot yeah. in the 2000s. So I don't know what year Blockbuster went out of business, but Hollywood Video was around longer than that. Longer because Hollywood was like the leader for a little while there. Mm-hmm. But by then DVDs are out, and I'm sure video games were a big part of their business. Yeah, but yeah, just the vibe of being in a video store. If you're, I mean, you're not. If you're not in a movie theater, the video store is the next best thing, right? There's just Absolutely. something about it. The smell when you walk in of that blockbuster. Yeah. And the like stale cigarette smoke. The, the old <laughs> carpet. The and pops. Dude, I love the cigarette smell of the Bob and Pops. That's how you know you're in a legit establishment. So, so a question for you guys. Yeah. Did you guys ever go behind the, the curtain? Look, I'm, I'm not going to lie and say no. <laughs> yeah, of course I went behind the curtain. Was I of age? Huh? You're, you're tall. You could have passed for, yeah, a, for right. a 20-year-old man my little when mustache you were 12. Was, my little mustache was coming in. Yeah, I'm supposed to be back here. <laughs> uh, absolutely not. Never. No. I, as a little, little, little kid that didn't know 
Yeah. I mean, I remember going back. Yeah, you there ran back like, there. What is this? But as a teenager, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I mean, as, as a teenager, teenager I'm older. Pe- I never I'm peeking. I'm peeking. It's mm-hmm. an absolute staple of the mom and pop. Yeah. They yeah. would not be in business without that section of their store. No, you had to. But have that section. the big chains like Blockbuster, there's no section like that. No. That's no, part of no. their business model. It's like yep. this is a you know a safe place for anyone of any age. Your yep. kid can run wild in here. He's not going to run into a beaded curtain and have questions for you <laughs> right. afterwards. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I had to get that in. <laughs> I figured that'd come up at some point. <laughs> there was there was one point I think towards the end of King Video's run where they had those movies just out, right? Oh, no, hold on, wait, hold on, hold on. They were out like they weren't behind a curtain. They were on the main floor and they were in like this triangle rack thing, right? Mm-hmm. And the only thing stopping kids from seeing it was a little black like square of plastic <laughs> that was on the top. Uh-huh. You just move and it's, it. It's like at eye level of children. <laughs> wow. And all you have to do is peel it back and they're all right there. It's like and even as a kid, I'm like, why is this out here? King Video's like, we need to do something to yeah, compete. I don't, just, I, to, I, just stick the I, porno I, on the main floor. I don't know why they did that, but it, it made no sense. <laughs> like, we'll draw those we'll draw those tweens in, we'll get them hooked here. Maybe it was a strategy. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but it was all like stuff from the '80s. Like it was weird, dated, huh? Dated, oh, uh, dated. Yeah, I yeah. assume, yeah. Like, of course, right. ravishing Rick Rude looking guy yeah, on the cover, right? Yep, <laughs> yep. That's it. Hands behind Mom, the head. This ravishing Rick Rude DVD. Mom, he's got a new wrestling tape. tape. <laughs> <laughs> um, going back to video games, one specific video game that I do remember renting, and I never owned these games, but was uh, Lethal Enforcers and Area 51, games where you had oh, also yeah. rent like the guns. Oh, the, the peripherals gun. with yeah. it. Yeah. Was the, there an upcharge for that? I think so. Yeah. They're I like, mean, this game's going to cost you eight bucks. Yeah. yeah. These I, two bazookas <laughs> right. come with it. Right, in this case. So is there any games that you remember repeatedly renting because you knew you could never own it or buy it? Oh, I'm sure there was. Not in my case, because we know um, how spoiled I was. All it right. took would be one rental and me being like, ooh, this is good. I want mm-hmm. this. And then I would have had it. Um, it'd be the other way for me, where it's like you rent a game and it's so bad where you're like, I'm never yeah, buying this. Yeah. I don't want to play this anymore. That happened a lot. You know what I mean? I remember renting like the entire system. Like when Dreamcast came out, Okay, I remember renting a Dreamcast that came in like a giant black Pelican-style case with two controllers. That was an amazing Friday night. What kind of case? Like a like a suitcase you know, looking thing? Yeah, like a black pelican case that like electronic equipment would be packed oh. in, like cameras and stuff. Oh, like Dave's podcast case. I mean kinda, yeah. In. But like, <laughs> like nice really hard it plastic. It. it had gotcha. yeah, it had the foam in it and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean my mom let me do it one time. Yeah, there's I mean, we've talked about it in the past pod probably more than once, Virtual Boy, how that yeah. was gonna be such a big hit yep. supposedly for Nintendo and they were renting the entire consoles. Mm-hmm. I mean, that lasted a couple months and then Blockbuster's just blowing them out. Yeah. Where it's like nowadays if you can get your hands on one, most of the time it's because someone bought it at Blockbuster. Right. Because it was so cheap. You know what I mean? So that happened, you know, pretty frequently. Uh, there's another thing in regards to video games. Remember I don't know why, when I think of Blockbuster and video games, I always think of that uh, game, Conker's Bad Fur Day. Conker, that's a pretty valuable game on the it 64, is. yeah. Yeah, because it's kind of like an edgy, yeah. it's not an R-rated game, but no, it's, it's like not a, probably a PG, it's probably like a PG-13 type of yeah, game. I would say you know? so, yeah. It's like a cute, funny character, but a, a very adult-themed game, yeah. where it's like, you, you know, 
stores aren't buying it to stock it. Like you couldn't buy that game at Toys R Us. No, it was literally solely uh, made for Blockbuster yeah. as a rental. Oh, wow. You yep. could rent it at Blockbuster. Um, and then once they phase N64 out, people could buy the copy of the game from Blockbuster. But that game's worth hundreds of dollars. There was a Flintstones game, too, that was only for Blockbuster. Really? Like it's, some surprise at Dinosaur Peak or something like is that. Is it for NES? It's for NES. Oh, it's the yeah. it's, that's a very and valuable it's, game. It's, and there was, was there a, a Final Fight game or something, too, that was only at Video Store Rentals? Really? There's there's a handful of games that were only available for rental that are worth a lot of money. I didn't realize that Flintstones game was one of them. There's there's a couple, but wow. there's one that was only yeah. Yeah, or they pro- or probably came out at the very end of the console's yeah. run yeah. where stores weren't buying inventory, and Blockbuster's like, we'll take we'll take it, it. we'll yeah. take it as a rental, and yeah, that's crazy. Did not know that. I had no idea. Well, before we wrap things up here, any uh, final thoughts? Or maybe we go, like, favorite three rentals? I mean, what could we do here? <laughs> oh, top three rentals? Uh, like, we could try that. Like non-wrestling? Uh, do, we, do we challenge ourselves? Maybe we do, like, one wrestling, one movie, one video game. All right. Okay. Oh, man, one movie. Whew. Oh, man, this is hard. Yeah, maybe. We'll just, I mean, we'll, no, just, let's do we're it. riffing here. Yeah, I mean. we can just do what just comes to our mind. Okay. Um, I'll go first, and I'll start with wrestling, because... Mm-hmm. This is a tape that I would have watched a million times. It's one of my favorite things to watch to this day. It's Royal Rumble 1992. Who, baby? 1992 Royal Rumble. 92. Put it on. Flair going an hour. Bobby Heenan's best work of his life. Three hours of impeccable, perfect commentating. Mm -hmm. Rented that boy. Hogan pulling Sid out of the ring. What a heel move. That was very heel, yeah. Hulk Hogan sucks. Royal Rumble 92 is my take. Of of all the things to have run back, I was thinking Mm -hmm. about this the other day. I'm like, Hogan being alive, his first five WrestleMania opponents are no longer with us. But, Mm -hmm. you know, his first six, actually. Yeah. But, like, you still got Slaughter. You still got Sid. You still got DiBiase and IRS. Like, you could do a little, not have a match, obviously, but, but, hey, we got Sid here. We got Hulk Hogan here. Like, nobody kept, I mean, Sid's a Sid, but. Man, and Brutus and Jimmy Hart could back up Hogan. You've yeah, got like them you all. Could, you could do a little, like a little standoff little in the thing ring or something. But that, that's, and then after that, that, that's it for Hogan's original run of like. Yeah. Dudes. I've never thought of that. Yeah, I thought Book of that it. the other day. <laughs> Book it. Make it happen. <laughs> Royal Rumble 1992, like, show that clip and then be like, man. Some things just never, <laughs> never healed. Gotta so we got get Sid, Sid, gotta get Sid, Sid off the softball diamond yeah. for that yeah, one. I'd be, I'd be stoked for that, but who knows? All right, what's your wrestling tape, Joe? Got one? I, I do got one, and it's it might come as a surprise, but it's just because I remember the first time seeing it, and that's Bash at the Beach 94. Okay, yeah. What's the main event of that one? That's Hogan. That's on that's on the beach, right? Yeah. It's, it's like Shaq is there. It's yeah. Hogan and Flair. Hogan and Flair. Yeah, Hogan and Flair. Bash of the that's beach that's when Hogan was it Cage? No, that was the following year against Vader. Was, oh, okay, okay. It's it's Hogan and Flair for the strap and Hogan Hogan wins it. Okay. I'll have and, to go back um, and watch. That's Some of that early Hogan's WCW stuff, I, it's, I just kind of skip over. It. It's it's not great, but it's just the nostalgia sure, is there. Yeah. yeah, and it's a nice, lean, hot dog, tan Hogan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> winning the big gold boy. Yeah, it's just remember loving that tape. What about you, Dave? For me, because we didn't really get to see all the WCW pay-per-views, especially the early ones, mm-hmm. not until we yeah. got the old uh, black box there. Ooh, the mm-hmm. black box. But, um, that podcast coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, it was like 
Starcade '91, like Lethal Lottery, Battle Bowl. Oh, I loved yeah. it. I mean, that was the only time I could see it was by renting the VHS tape. So I probably rented that tape a handful of times, and that was like the only place I could ever watch it, see it. Not a great pay per view by any means, but I thought the concept was awesome as a little yeah. kid. And mm-hmm. I never saw it like live when it happened. Yep. So yeah. Okay. I can, I'll I'll jump into the movie. Since yeah, I, please. Since I went I'm, there. I I'm torn between uh, two. So, to think of so the movie I'm going to go with is a movie that w- like escaped me for months mm-hmm. that I wanted to see. Did yeah. not see it in theaters. Waited for it on video rental. Just never seemed like it was ever in stock. Never coming soon. It was just waiting and waiting and waiting. That's Jurassic Park. Oh my mm. gosh! It I'm took with you there forever to finally see Jurassic mm-hmm. Park. So I always associate Jurassic Park with. A video store. Mm-hmm. That's a good one, Joe. Jurassic you got Park. yours. I'm. Uh... Dave reminded me of a memory of yeah. You couldn't find Jurassic Park, and um, my dad used to travel a lot for business, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember him coming home one day from a trip with Jurassic Park <laughs> that he found somewhere. <laughs> Did he and buy it? it. Or, he oh, bought man. it. Ooh. Wow. I'm like, damn, Dad, you must have been feeling guilty about something. Thank you. <laughs> Love you. You know, so I just, that just triggered. Um, the movie, this is tough. I got four in my head, right? Oh, man. I'm going to rattle off all four, but I'm going to pick one. You got three ninjas. Uh huh. You got Rumble in the Bronx. Oh, oh Jackie Chan. Chan. Like when yeah. that, when that was his first like U.S. breakthrough, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember renting that a bunch of times. You got, you said Surf Ninjas. Surf Ninjas <laughs> is there. And then Turtles 2. Okay. okay. Secret of the Ooze was one that I rented so much. And mm-hmm. I think I think Turtles is going to get the edge. Turtles. Secret okay. of the Ooze, man. This is hard, guys. I'm trying to think of what I would have. Every time I think of this, I'm just going back to those like SNL dudes of the 90s. Sandler's yeah. and Farley's and all you their. You can't go wrong. You know what I mean? I've seen those movies so many times. Um Dave's saying Tommy Boy, man. Tommy yeah. Boy's a good one. Tommy Boy's Black there. Sheep's a good one, but Tommy Boy's probably a better one. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it so many times, but at the same time, Billy Madison, I think I'll go Billy Madison. I think that's, that's got to be pick. It's got to be the one. That's a good pick. That was, that was a video that was that old Onstead video store. My uncle rented I mean, I'd seen Billy Madison before, but my uncle rented Billy Madison. Mm-hmm. So that's how I knew of that video store's existence. This <laughs> <laughs> was... Funny you say Billy Madison. That triggered it's a, come, it's a come memory. full circle. It sure has. She probably had a six foot tall cardboard cutout of Adam Sandler in the corner. We just didn't see it. <laughs> so video game. Yeah, video game. One video last game. Thing. I mean, I mentioned a couple for the Genesis and the PlayStation yeah, earlier. Um, I'm trying to think of a non wrestling game. I'm trying to change it up. Yeah, a, a you know game, what I mean. But I thought I've got one. I go thought ahead. of a game that I know I rented and played, and I didn't own it. Yeah, that's I right. never owned it, so I know that I rented it more than once, and I didn't hate it, but I didn't buy it, and I think it's because it came out at the very end of Sega Genesis's run. Okay, remember that game called Comic Zone? Yes, you're playing through the comic book. Yeah, and yes. it looks pretty cool and cutting that edge was a at very the time. Cool game. But yes. it was near; it had to be near the end of Genesis run, right? I feel like it was. I can remember playing that quite a bit and liking it, so I'll go Comic Zone. See, for me, there's two that pop in my head. I'll say both, just like how Joe said his Yeah, score. go ahead. Rattle them So off. you've got Skitchen mm-hmm. and Skitchen. Aladdin. Oh. And, um, yeah. So I had, I was, a, I loved the Road Rash game. So Skitchen was, you know, you skateboard and you're grabbing out of the cars and there's like levels and stuff. And I thought it was such a cool game. Yeah. It was awesome. You're rollerblading. I think you could rollerblade or skateboard. I think you could. And, um, I loved it. But I, Aladdin was the rental. So it was like that summer I'd rent Skitchen. Then the next week I'd rent Aladdin. 
and then I would never get past the flying carpet volcano part. Stop with you. <laughs> I'd die every time. So then the next week I'd run Skitchen. Yeah. yeah. And like try to get further in that one. So then yeah. the following week I'd run Aladdin again. So I'm going to go Skitchen just because I think I run it at one more time Skitchen's and I good. actually beat the game as opposed to Aladdin, which I never got past the part I always died at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those Disney games I run it a lot. Aladdin, Lion King, Jungle Book, all on Genesis. But I think for me it's the Hyperstone Heist. Okay. Wow. TMNT on the Genesis because yeah. it was the closest I could get to the arcade game, honestly. Mm-hmm. They had a, the version on the Nintendo or the Super Nintendo, but... It just it played better on the Genesis, yeah. in my opinion. So I'm going Turtles. Man, guys, I want to go back to a video store right now. <laughs> just rifle through. Let's, I want to go to Onstead later, see if, <laughs> see if that old lady's still there. Oh, she it probably is. Hey, <laughs> fellas, I was waiting for you. <laughs> we get there, the we look at her little three-ring binder. Right. We see her name Your on it still. still like, oh, there. my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'd be great. So, yeah, next week, Joe mentioning uh, Turtle Game there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good segue into what we're talking about next week. It sure is. And talking about Blockbuster in the 90s, mm-hmm. well, about 1994. What a year for you TMNT. You know, we were all there renting all sorts of stuff in mm-hmm. 1994. Yes. But, yeah, TMNT, Toy Line, we've gone year by year from 1988, guys. So we're getting near the end of the original run. We're getting there. A couple years left, but 94 tons of great figures to talk about yeah. tons of valuable figures to yes. talk about so yeah next week we're into deep dive on tmnt 1994 Welcome to the Toy Cast. Toy Cast. Cue up the super soakers for the time blast. Time blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. Launch pad. It's the time blast. Time of the Toy Cast. We know the facts well, straight out the half shell. Bringing that TGRI in the landfill. Yeah. Three Caballeros on the move, no duck bill. Cause they're the right brothers to take flight. It's so real. real. Every time last guaranteed to cover that. Uh. Be kind of rewind like blockbuster back. Yeah. Got reviews, have you looking for the red flag and bigger noses than Mark Summers on the show hand so get your notepad we talking about collectibles Collectible. to the seal know the value is exceptional uh, as it can be from tv to the vhs yeah. power ranger star wars yeah. he-man playsets yeah. transformer gi yeah. joe with destro yeah. like bryce with the glow power from nintendo. nintendo so many toys you will never know never know welcome to toy cast here we go